Welcome to the Elijah Streams podcast. Our mission is to encourage you in your faith through a unique blend of patriotism and prophecy. And now here's your host, Steve Schultz. Welcome to Elijah Streams. It's Wednesday, October 11, even though the clock behind me says Tuesday the 10th. We are recording this right now uh, with Kat Kerr. We're going to bring her on in just a few moments, but we're very excited to have Kat back with us again. And uh, I don't think I have any other announcements except that uh, on Thursday morning, Dr. Jen Halper Hayes, this will be the second time we have, have her on. She holds the record of one of the most watched, listened to podcasts ever. There's only a couple that have beat, beat her out on that one. So she's very, very good. She's very good. Uh, you know, Trump had endorsed her. We shared that with you on the last round. And so what she has said what she does say i listen very closely to so and so should you so all right we're going to go ahead and run a quick spot about the well so here we go with that jaja zaina and her great grandchildren have gone their entire lives without clean water they spend their days collecting dirty unsafe water. They have been praying for a miracle, and that prayer has been answered. Because of your generosity, a water well has been drilled near Jaja Zaina's home. Would you join us in providing clean water to the people of Uganda? Donate online at ElijahStreams.com slash donate or mail a check today to Elijah Streams, 525 2nd Avenue Southwest, Suite 629, Albany, Oregon, 97321. I literally never get tired of seeing these uh, spots where We've got film out there, or I guess it's not film these days, but we've, we've uh, recorded it on camera and you can see the joy. Uh, a couple of shots on that one from today where they catch the water in the middle of the air. That's something they could never do, or they would certainly never waste water by throwing it up in the air and then catching it on camera. But with this, it's a continual supply of water day after day, uh, month after month, year after year, once these wells are in. And we, of course, we keep them maintained as well. So. All right, time to bring in Kat Kerr. So here we go with Kat. Kat Kerr, good to see you, my friend. How are you doing these days? Oh, I'm doing really well. I'm getting better every day. Good, good, good. Now, we'll we'll tell, let me just mention to the people, we're working on the sound because you've moved into a different place and you have a little more echo because of the high ceilings. Yes. So we're going to work on that with both microphone and deadening sounds above and around you, that sort of thing. Yes. So uh, it'll be better next time, we, the Lord willing. And the creek don't dry, as they say. <laughs> so, Kat, so I know you've got something on your heart uh, from the Lord, so I'm just going to turn it over to you. Yeah, I just really still want to encourage everybody. I know that these days are probably some of the hardest days you've ever faced. I think that could be said about almost anybody anywhere in the world yeah. because we're all going through this together. And basically what it is, is hell's trying to take over. I don't mind. I'm a very blunt person. If everybody knows that you've heard me speak before, I just tell the truth. Yeah. You know, the truth makes you free, not deception, not lies, not cheating, stealing and killing. None of that. Yeah. And we know that that's what the other side is trying to do right now. And there would be, you know, the liberals, the left, I'm just going to say, I have to tell the truth. Okay. And those who want things their way, which is evil, wickedness, uh, just rampant stealing, rampant uh, violence everywhere, not just here in America, but all over the world. And Israel is a good example of that. But I can tell you, God's about to stand up and do something on behalf of Israel because, you know, we're grafted into those people. I don't know if you know that. Even the Bible says that oh, we're yeah. All right. chosen people. And so whether you like it or not, if you're part of the body of Christ, you better you better you better love the Jews. <laughs> you better love God's chosen people. They why are they chosen? They were the first group of people on this earth who stood for God, who stood for his sovereignty, who he was, 
what he wanted, that he made this earth. They knew that they worshiped him. They celebrated him when no one else was doing it. And so that's why they're called certain people. And right out of the line of David, Christ, if you follow all the genealogy that's in the Bible, it'll show you where Christ comes up in there. And we know that God sent him from heaven. We know that his name was the word. It was the Father, the Word, and Holy Spirit. The triune God has the three different beings, but they have the ability to step inside of each other, which creates one, one Godhead. In case you didn't know that, that was for free. So we know that God has been over this earth. He made this earth. He knows exactly what's going on. The Bible says he's been from the beginning to the end. How about that? And the end back to the beginning which means he knows everything that's going to happen, what's going to take place, when it's going to take place. But regardless of all that, God actually has his own timeline. I have been to the throne room of God and embedded in the floor that the throne is in the middle of the throne room. It's not on the back wall. Most paintings I see or pictures, you see the, a little throne way, 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 and there's a sea of people you know, in front of that, but that's not the way it is. You actually have the ability to go all the way around the throne. Wow. And you see the four living creatures standing on each side of the throne. And you see the seraphim who live up in the glory cloud above the throne of God. We're talking about a massive room, a massive room, a huge throne. There's actually a room under the throne. The throne is high and lifted up. And under that throne is a room, a place where people go to intercede or to say things that they want to say to God or declare things. But around that is the Godhead and the seraphim dipped down out of that glory cloud over the throne. And they're so close to the fire and the, and the glory and holiness of the Godhead. Their hair is actually on fire. Their hair is blue fire. And you can Whoa. see them go there. If you've caught up there or ever see it, you see them dip down over the throne and then back up again into the glory cloud. And they're usually singing things to God or old Jesus Christ over Holy Spirit. But it's a beautiful, powerful place to see. I mean, the throne is a reality. It's not a fantasy. It's also talked about in the Bible many, many times about the throne of God. And so God makes plans. He's already had plans. He has plans right now. So hell won't win right now. I know a lot of you think, you know, Jesus is coming to for the great escape and take us away. It's not going to happen right now. There's too many things that haven't happened yet that are talked about in the word of God. We're entering into powerful, holy days on this earth where the darkness will be crushed and pushed back. And never in the history of this country would be so much justice brought. The exposure of the fraud that's been going on will be absolutely powerful, it will be totally all done, and everyone will know everybody and who they did and when they did it. And God is going to bring justice. And I'm telling you, it's going to be hard for the west side that wanted to live by wickedness and evil and not justice and righteousness because justice and righteousness win. Justice is one of the words that's literally written on one of the steps of God's throne. And he is about to bring great justice to this earth. I have many times been caught up and shown in the days ahead the greatest celebration ever that took place because we have great victories coming to us. And so I know people thought it's hard to celebrate. Why not give God what honor he is due, who he is? Why spend all your time talking about the evil, the devil, the wickedness, and the horrible things going on? Give God some credit that he knows what it is. And yes, he has a plan to deal with it. And I can tell you, he will deal with it. And it will be not, not gonna be no easy thing either. So I can just tell you that I have not stopped seeing God. The Father catches me up, Jesus Christ catches me up. Uh, the Holy Spirit still takes me up to heaven and I've seen several new places, beautiful, amazing places in heaven. And, but, but really what I wanna talk about is staying true to what your commitment is. Who do you believe in? Who do you trust? What is your soul saying to you? What are you saying? Your, your soul is one of the most important parts of your entire being. It's your mind, your will, and your emotions. It's what you think about, what you choose, and then what you display. So is it displaying the things of God? Is it talking about the word? Is it giving hope? Is it giving joy? 
Is it giving creativity? Is it giving uh, what God represents in your life and to you? Because I think if we were talking more about that as individuals, people would have more hope in their life. Mm. I cannot help but talk about it no matter where I am, even every day. I'm always trying to encourage people to show them what God's plans are, that he does really exist. He's about to have all the gray area that says he is not real. It will be wiped out. And people will know there is a God. And at that point, things will begin to change a lot. They're going to change radically now, probably, and near into the future. They're going to begin to change. You're going to start having more hope. And you're not going to be under bondage like slaves. Because you know what, what wants to run this country now doesn't want any freedom. They don't want freedom, liberty, and justice. They don't want that. They want to have us like that. They can have us under their hands, total control, take everything away from us so they can do whatever they feel like doing, which is kill, stealing, and marauding everything. So God definitely has a plan. And those people doing that will not escape justice. So I just really want to encourage you, keep thanking God for who he is in your life, that you are in his hand. And you need to believe that you are in his hand. And he has a plan for you. And so I also want to talk to the leaders in the body of Christ. Stop fighting. I'm really serious about this. Stop fighting. Stop coming against each other. Stop picking on each other. Stop sharing things that aren't true about each other. You are not blessing the heart of God. And let me tell you, I would not want to face God with what some of them have said, what some of them have done. You need to change your agenda and which side are you on. We're supposed to be together, united as a body. It says to honor those in the body of Christ first and then others. So make sure that you're not forgetting who you are. We are a family. Your family now through the blood of Jesus Christ and you're giving yourself to him. We are a family. We are a body, uh, part of a whole. Okay, We all have our parts and they're all important. No one is being left out. No one's being cut out. And if that's what you think you're doing or what, what's being done to you, then pray for the people that you think are doing it. Forgive them completely, utterly, and totally. Then the devil will not have a hold on you or your mouth or your actions. Don't throw away all the stuff that you've done up into this year, up into these years now, by siding with what other people are doing, complaining, backbiting, bickering, joining little groups that slaughter people and you don't care you know uh you don't want to you don't want to massacre somebody's uh, identity or their integrity because you're upset with them the enemy is the one pushing you to do that don't listen to his thoughts or his words when you do that you actually will begin to draw hell to you and you don't want to do that help things they won and yet they haven't they're failing every single day. They will fail, 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 fail and fail and fail. And even in the very end, they're going to fail, people. God wins. If you didn't know, go read the Bible and find out. He wins. If you belong to him, you win. You already have won. We're walking out each day until God does what he's going to do. And I will tell you this, he's going to change things. Okay. He really is the only one who can change, but us as his people on this earth, representing him, representing heaven, it is important that you yourself are representing our God. And so that probably was the most important thing I wanted to talk about. But I will tell you, the days coming ahead, we will have things never even seen on the earth before. New creations, okay? New things made, new things processed, new things put out in the marketplace. Even the marketplace is about to change. Buildings and their design are about to change because we're about to be invaded by heaven. Heaven coming to earth. I'm not talking about the great last days. I'm talking about before that, when the glory comes, when the fire of God comes, when the manifested sons and daughters stand up and start saying things and people see them begin to happen, like stopping hurricanes, stopping earthquakes, raising someone who just died, uh, even if they were cremated, raising them from the wow. dead. I'm not talking wow. about... I'm not talking about someone who was cremated 10 years ago. I'm talking about I have seen and been shown somebody's funeral that they were cremated three days before the funeral. And this young man who was a Christian who had met this young man who had died 
went into that funeral and took the lid off the jar of ashes, commanded that young man's spirit to come back into the earth, back into that body that was ashes. And out of that jar came a whirlwind of ashes. And when they stopped, there was that young man. That's that amazing. Was That's in that funeral, ran down front, threw their self out of the face, and began to cry out to the living God. So if you think God isn't God, you don't know him. So I want to encourage everybody listening, no matter who you are, if you've never heard anyone speak about God, he knows what's going on. There's not one thing being hidden from him. And yes, he will put number 45 back where he belongs. And I can tell you the only way that he'll never do it is if he doesn't want to. And I promise you, he wants what is his. He wants to help this country. God has a plan for this country, not because he loves it more than other countries, because what he can do here with this country called America. So America has not seen its last days or its final days. It hasn't even seen its greatest days yet. So, so I really want to encourage you, don't look around at everything else going on in the world. Please pray for those people. Please help them with money. If you know that it's an organized group that's really good. Let me get a drink. Yeah, go for it. I don't do demons cup. You see that? See, this is things that we like that we market. I don't do demons. Yeah. Why not get something like this and walk around with it and drink out of it? Yeah, you know, Robin Bullock still wears his every time he sees his. I think it's all the time. Yeah. He's got that that pen that says yeah. I don't do demons on it. Yeah. He's very God, faithful. Don't give him one. Let I me ask it. you a couple questions, Kat. Yeah. Um, uh, unless there's anything else you want to say, I got a couple lined up. Go well, the one is, I wanted to ask you about the throne because I think that part in the scripture, it talks about the souls under the altar. And I'm thinking, or I, I think it says altar and not throne. Yeah. I'm not sure. But but then they say, how long, O Lord, till you avenge our blood or something like that? My question to you is, is that one and the same as being under the throne, under the altar, or are those two different things? And what what's this thing about them crying out, how long, O Lord? It's almost as if they're impatient. To get it, to get God's vengeance done with, or whatever. What, what are your I thoughts? Think this, those, pe those, those, those people. Those are people who lived down on the earth and died. They went through horrible, horrible things. Even in the time that they were here on the earth, even in their country, they did. And they want to see justice brought. They want to see yep. justice brought. And they're probably talking about in the very last days when the great white throne judgment happens and all of the wicked dead. Okay. Well, he brought before God's throne. But the thing, I actually was shown that mystery about under the altar. Because I used to think, how many people can fit under an altar? Right, oh, right. right. Well, are, they, are they mashed in there? Are they just shrunk <laughs> the little spirits? Or, and so I was actually shown in the throne room, there is actually more than one throne room. There's a main throne room that talks about the seraphim, you know, and the... Um, uh, the, 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 the four living creatures being there and everything and uh, the four-headed creatures under God's arms. There's another throne room called the commissioning throne room. That throne room does have a, a special, special altar and it's got horns on that altar. When God gives us a commission on the earth, the image of you that clearly says in the Bible that God, that God when you get born again, Jesus Christ, takes a layer of you that looks just like you and you are seated in heaven right then when you got born again, you're there. You're I there. love that. Oh man. You're there. We're all there. And so what happens is when God wants to give a commission to somebody, he sends for that, that being, that person, that layer of their soul that looks just like you. Your soul has layers. Um, if I had a book, I'd show you. If you put it cover to cover, how it fans on all the pages. Right. Well, around your soul are all these layers of you. I mean, many. And God and Jesus takes one. When you get born again, and He seats it in heaven. It gets a seat in heaven. So but that's what it means when it says we are. We, he raised us up and seated us with Him in heavenly places. That's yes. not just a concept He's trying to get across. Or a sweet here by and by one no, day. This no. is like no. He literally does that. He literally does that. You are seated in heavenly places. So if he's going to give you a commission, because you're still on the earth, these are yeah. people who are still on the earth. He will go get a mantle and call you into the commissioning throne room, which has these, these horns on on the altar, and uh, he has you come in there. That layer of you, 
and he comes and he lays a mantle on you. Thanks for listening. The Elijah Streams podcast is made possible by donations like yours. To become a partner, go to ElijahStreams.com slash give. And he will declare, I have given you this mantle to be the media and a voice for all the prophets, for all those who know me, those who you want to let them hear what they have to say for me. I'm giving you this commission right now, as of today, this will be your commission until you go home to heaven. And you actually have a mantle on you and your on your on your person sitting in heaven. So yes, you are there already. I'm there. Everybody's already there that's born again. And so that's what that means. But back to the one about the altar. Yeah. The souls under the altar. Which proves right there that your soul goes to heaven. There's some people who believe in soul sleep. Right. They think your spirit goes to heaven, but your soul and your body sleep. That is impossible. Your spirit man couldn't function without the soul. They are there together. They're two separate things, but they are together. Your soul lives in your spirit man because your soul is what your mind, what you think about, your will, what you choose, and your emotions, how you display things, and and whether you celebrate or whether you whatever else you do. And your spirit man would have none of that if that soul wasn't in there. So these are the souls. And you remember when Adam was made, and there was no life in him. There was his body. And the Father and, and, and the Lord made it, made this body of Adam. And when the Father, who carried all of us in him, all of our spirits lived in God the Father. He leaned over Adam and breathed in his nostrils his spirit of life. That was his spirit man with Adam's soul, his spirit and soul. He breathed in the body, body and it said he became what? A living soul. soul. Yeah, you might remember, you might remember, I, you know, mine was Seventh-day Adventist, and I left that 40 years ago, almost exactly 40 years ago, and uh, Doreen and I left that together, you know, we speak, don't, we don't speak ill of our, many of them are brothers in Christ, of course, but our avid teaching, it's one of their three most important things, is they talk about um, soul sleep, or they probably just, they, they use the term, uh, state of the dead. We believe in the state of the dead differently than others. And so they'll say, they say, when you die, anything and everything that ever was you, spirit, soul, body, is six feet under. Nothing goes back to God except your breath. They'll say, well, that just means your breath. They, I, I was taught that. I taught my students in school. I was a church school teacher for the Adventists for a while. I taught them the same exact thing, same thing. And we were, I was fourth generation. I would have been a fourth generation Adventist pastor, so it goes deep. That is a, such an important doctrine that they consider you're, you're, you're at risk of hell if you believe like you and I believe now. They, they, they consider it a risk at hell. They won't no, say. it even talks about Abraham's bosom where Abraham and David and those were taken when yeah. they passed away, when they passed yeah. away, uh, they didn't go to heaven back then. No, so I mean, that, here's, the Adventist position, here's, the, here's the Adventist position on that. That was a story Jesus told to represent the two. That was a, a made-up story. Of course it made-up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just telling you. Well, you know, we've said many times, God rescued us. He literally did it in about a minute. We here with fourth, fourth generation, and he rescued me in one moment of one night in 1981 when he walked in the room, which I didn't see him, but the scripture came off the page or as if it came off the page. And it was said, my sheep hear my voice and they follow me and no one can snatch them out of my hand. We believe we were so easily snatched out of his hand. Until I saw that scripture, it wasn't just in my head. It went right into me. And from that moment on, I went from a born and bred uh, Seventh-day Adventist with those three doctrines to like, how could I believe that anymore? You know, so That's interesting right. stuff, though. You know, every once in a while I try to explain it because out there, there are Adventists that watch this because they're they're interested. So, again, I don't speak ill of the Adventists, um, yeah. but th just those doctrines... Yeah, they, their doctors need to be hit once in a while, so they, yeah. they need to hear it again and again. Okay, I have a question for you then about... Oh, that's right. Go ahead. I want to finish the thing about the souls under the altar. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. In the main throne room, which is the one that talks about in Revelation 4, 
or John was John, which I love. John in the book of John said, you can't see the face of God and live. But John, that John, the John, the disciple, the beloved in Revelation says uh, that uh, he was in the spirit on the Lord's day, which I could one day explain all that to he was in the spirit on the Lord's day, so he was listening for what the Lord was going to say. And he heard a voice say, come up. And he looked up and saw a door open. And he was caught up to heaven without dying. And he's explaining what the throne looks like. He talks about the one sitting on the throne was not Jesus. It was the Father. And there was his glory. And there was his rainbow round about the throne. It clearly states who he is. And John is seeing him face to face so there you go people if you think yep. you can't if god wants you to come he's going to bring you up there and you're going to see him and that was his choice to bring me and show me but that's just another another scripture so anyway that throne room that main throne room that talks about there is high and lifted up i know there's a whole lot, several quite a few other people who've been caught up there and seen that throne and it is high and lifted up so underneath it, there's four sets of steps. I'm going to bring my painting I did of that. I actually drew it one time. Oh, wow. I sketched it. And I'll bring the sketch. I'll try to make it look a little better. But, but I'll bring it and let everybody see it. Um, I really want people to know the truth. And God said, it's not a problem. He doesn't mind me letting people see what it really looks like. So it brings understanding. So everyone's around this throne. The throne is in the middle of the throne room way high on the top so underneath there's four sets of steps like this that go up to the throne and underneath the throne because it's so high is room a room there is an altar there there is an altar so under the altar in this huge room space it's a huge space are all these people who passed away who are crying out for justice to be done for them so that's what that means okay, okay. So that room is under the altar. They're not crammed under an altar. And when the father showed that to me, I was so excited. I, went, I have always wondered how right. does this under the altar? Because our right. church had an altar. So that explains that under the altar. Is it, is it millions? Room, is it millions of it can, souls? Because they're spirits. They're yeah. in their spirit and their souls. You could yeah. layer 50 in the place one person would stand if you wanted to. Okay. And it wouldn't bother them. Yeah. So you could hold a lot more in the spirit than you could in the flesh. Because yeah. their bodies are not there. The only ones who have a body is Elijah and uh, Elijah and Enoch have a body. Their, their whole body, the real body, God has kept them all this time. And they're there in the flesh. But everyone else is someone who has passed away and lives in heaven. But this group of people who've been through some really hard times on this earth, in different situations they go there they don't they don't live there okay they don't live there all the time they're there and then they'll leave and they'll come back again and they will probably continue to do that until justice finally comes but at least that will answer a question about the souls under the altar love that love that okay here's my question uh about okay because the war is <laughs> excuse me go, <laughs> excuse me going on in israel and uh they've they i'm not going to like get graphic but at least 40 babies are reported to have been killed yes. uh, brutally and then we know that not only these 40 israeli babies but surely in this war um hamas uh babies mm -hmm. those are the, the little babies that are children of terrorists some of them will will be killed inadvertently yeah. uh, not intentionally so the question is about both of them do they both go to heaven because they're just children? And then talk about yeah. some, some people have joined us. They don't remember what it's like for a child to suddenly uh, go to heaven. Talk about that whole experience, what, what they would experience. Well, their, their experience would probably be totally different than ours, especially the Hamas who wouldn't okay. know or, or they were told about some form of a God or something like that. But the minute that they die, they all have guardian angels, by the way. Every baby sent to this earth, when they are conceived, the guardian angel is assigned to them then. Right wow. then. Not when they're born. Because if they pass this life, this is for the babies, the ones who aren't born into this world. 
their own guardian angel takes them to heaven. Every single baby goes to heaven, gets a chance to receive Christ, and they all want to. Yeah. I've seen little ceremonies where the little babies come, uh, even little tiny babies, even small little babies like this big. They laugh, they play, they talk. Now they're in their, their spiritual body with their soul is there with them, but they're in the presence of a, a loving God. And heaven has love everywhere, people who love them. And they have beautiful nurseries that they're kept in. And angels, special angels come and care for those little babies and nurture their little spirit. They'll, they sing to them and breathe the breath of God on them. And they grow very, very slow because there's no time. So somebody, and I know for sure, this one woman had lost a child. I think he was seven. He was hit by a car. Um, he went to heaven. He was taken to heaven. And years, 20 years later, his mother died on the operating table. This is actually a story that was told everywhere. She was taken to heaven and she was so undone by the beauty and splendor of heaven. Here comes her child running up to her saying, mama, mama, because you have to remember, you look like you're in your 20s in heaven. So that's how old she was when he died. He would totally recognize her in her spiritual body. Wow. He said, mama, mama, I'm here, I'm here. And she was so undone, he kept saying, Mama, Mama, she finally would look and she saw who he was and hugged him, hugged him, hugged him. Because a spirit can hug a spirit, you know, it's just like you can. Yeah. And she said, Where have you been? What have you been doing? He said, I've lived here. This is where I live. I've been playing with my friends, of course. And she could see a whole bunch of kids that she was playing with. He was playing with them. She was so undone. He hadn't changed at all, he hadn't grown at all. <laughs> Wow. Even in years, he had not grown, but he will eventually grow. You do eventually grow to like a normal, what, what her age would be. You do grow to that age eventually. And um, God maybe keeps some tiny or small that don't have any parents or nobody ever adopted them. They actually have a reserve and it's called the reserve, the baby reserve. That if you go to heaven and you've never had a child, you literally can pick one of these children and they will be your children. You can take if you them. want, if you want if to have a child. To, yeah. If you want to. So she was undone. She got to see her son and he hugged me and said, mama, uh, you can't stay. God's not done with you. You've got to go back. And she wanted wow. to say, goes, no, I will see you again. It won't be very long. <laughs> she is today, as of today, she's actually in heaven right now. She did pass away, but her husband spent their rest of the life Traveling around talking about the reality of heaven and how she saw her son. When that, when she finally did die, if you know the details, was she then an old lady by the time she died? Was she, she like probably 60? died sometime after that? I can't really remember. I think okay. it was probably at least twenty. But if she had lived to be sixty and then suddenly died, yeah, and she goes back. How, how much time would have gone by for the child? Do you know? The child wouldn't even realize it. And you have to remember, she, the child would not, you don't count time. Uh, you don't understand. There is no time. There's no mm. clocks. There's no calendars. Um, they have events, and you recognize things by events. God will hold an event for this or that, and he'll share things, some of the earth that may be coming to the earth and stuff like that. But but your life is usually spent in, in the beauty of this place called heaven. And if you're older and you pass away, you're so busy collecting information that you want to take your family members there when they come to heaven, but everybody is young. So even when she passed, say 60, 70, 80, when she went to heaven, she would look like she was in her 20s. And the child would still be about that young? Still? Probably. He may be a little bit older, but he would certainly recognize his mom. Wow. So these little babies we're talking about, every one of them went to heaven. God doesn't hold it against them. He sent them, even they lived in him. Everyone came from the father. We are his offspring, the Bible says. So he carried us inside of God, the father are not body parts. There's a river of life. There's a beautiful mountain. There's gems and gemstones in this beautiful river. He's got uh, light in him. He's filled with light. And all those little spirits are little children. They play in the river. They jump on the gemstones. They love the rainbow that comes from inside of the father to the outside. And sometimes they'll grab one of those rays of the rainbow and ride it out 
and write it back in, but they can't go anywhere else. It just can come out and go back in. And so that is your life. That's what you did before you came to earth. He times your birth on the earth because of the things he's planned for you. However, there is a devil who will try to get your life and ruin it, wreck it, twist who you are. He doesn't want, he's so afraid of people being born and being brought to the earth, the devil is. Uh, he especially does not want babies being born, which is why there's so much you know, violence going on against them. But all these little babies that went to heaven, every one of them are being cared for. And if their parents make it there one day, they will get that baby back when they come to heaven. Do these babies, including the Hamas, would they, uh, even as young little babies, would would they then begin to pray for their parent on earth if their parent's still alive and decree for their Absolutely. parents? Absolutely. So Hamas, Absolutely. Baby, Hamas baby would just be praying, Lord, bring my parents to Jesus type of thing, maybe? Absolutely, yes. Absolutely. They totally will. All children pray for their parents. They pray for their siblings. Absolutely, they do that. Even little babies do. Um, but those babies that were Hamas, they do, do get an opportunity to receive Christ. They go into the throne room. They have a big event, and they get to receive Jesus. They'll come and sit on his lap or sit in his hand, and they'll say, I want you as my Savior. So good. And so and they all get born again. You told me once, or us once, that you saw, I think in the throne room, the Star of David was in there, which represented yeah. the, the Jewish people. And, of course, we all own that in a sense. Uh, but is a have you guys seen anything different that was – the home going, the homecoming was handled any different of a Jewish baby than anyone else, or is it all exactly the same? It's it's all exactly the same. They are all told that this is the Father God, this is where you lived before you came to the earth. This is his son Jesus Christ who gave his life for you, who died that you could be set free, your sins forgiven. And no, that all of that is totally explained, is totally explained to them. But the star of David is the father's personal mark oh okay okay it's his it's the father's so when the jewish tribes came along when those people came along and they had to decide what mark would they use for their own to identify them the god god gave them his mark so that star of david is what they call it it's actually the father's personal sign and symbol, which is why the devil so despises it. They were marked by God himself as his chosen people. So yes, we all have a right to say that is ours also. And what those points represent something, see, they're not, it's not just a star. It's a six-pointed star, right? So here's like this, and then the opposite. So there's six points. Three of those points represent Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The other three points represent body, soul and and it says god and man together as one is why that was made so it represents god and all of his people and so that's his own personal mark like christ's mark is the cross and yes he uses that if christ makes a piece of furniture for you he still does carpentry in heaven it was a gift god put in him before he came to the earth and because we all use our gifts in heaven so does christ if he makes you something and you look at it when you get to heaven, and there is a little cross he carves in there. He made that personally for you. I want to ask you a question about, because um, you've explained that, that we are in Christ or in the Father. And, uh, you know, Jesus said, I in you, you and me, we're in them. So is the same thing happening? Like, And on this earth, do I have a layer of Father, God, Son, and Holy Spirit. Not, I'm not them, but do I have them living in me in the same way? You have the Lord. You have an image of him. You see, we're made in their image. They yeah. have many. There's many within their self. Like the Father has many of him. There's many of him in the inside of him that is his soul. The Holy Spirit has many images of himself. That is why the Holy Spirit can send a layer of himself anywhere to enter into somebody. It says, invite the Holy Spirit to indwell you. So it's, it is him. Like that layer of you that's seated yeah. in other places, it's you. And when yeah. you get to heaven, guess what? It will step back inside of you. So that will be complete. Well, because, you know, we know that our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, so he's there. 
uh, Christ in you, the hope of glory. In yes, him we move and breathe and have our being. And if we have him and Holy Spirit, since Father is in them, he's in us through them, at least. We represent the Godhead bodily stream. Help Elijah Streams continue to reach people around the world. All donations go toward making Elijah Streams and the Elijah Streams podcast possible. Visit ElijahStreams.com slash give and become a partner today. Yeah, crazy. So we have an image of each one of them in us. And the Father has been telling me this journey that I've been on, which one day I'll explain to everybody uh, what else I have been doing with with the Father. Uh, yeah. He says, you are not doing this for me. You're doing this with me. Oh, I like that. So uh, there are other things. Uh, you know, there's times for God to give you to share things and times to wait until he's done with something, and then you share it. That sounds good. I'm, I'm very, very much looking forward to that. You know, Paul, we, they think it's Paul he, who said, I know a man who's caught up to the third heaven. So we believe that was Paul. Yeah. Um, but he was not allowed to share things. Right. And, and so I've heard people say, well, Kat and others, there's others that, that of course, like yourself. Yeah. Probably not, um, in not exactly like yourself, but in similar uh, like you, they've been caught up. Um, I don't want to ask this though. Let me well, you know, there's even things. Well, I know Robin has some things. I think Hank has some things that at an appointed time, God will allow you to speak about it. Okay. So the reason why it was Paul, by the way, it was yeah. Paul. It was Paul. He said he, would, he couldn't speak about it at the time. Nobody would understand what he's trying to say. There weren't, those things weren't even on the earth. I've seen things in him that are not on the earth yet. Some will be created on this earth, like the way they travel in heaven. I've talked about that on beams of light. I mean, we will actually be doing that on the earth. Wow. At one point, you will travel. You will step into a thing, and it will take you through light. Light will be really? traveling. On this earth, be, on the earth. Before heaven, before uh, it's all over. That's amazing. That's amazing. It well, is. you know, Star Trek or Star 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 Trek, yeah. Star Trek, was, Star Wars had they were of something that was to come. That was amazing, you know, the whole beam me up, Scotty thing. But what you're saying, that it's was kind really, of what they did. It's really going to happen. Wow, it is going to happen. I'm excited for no. Well, God won't let me go nowhere. But he's done with me. That's what he says. So I will just say this: that I would not feel very well about anyone who tried to take my life because it won't be allowed. And I'm not bragging. I'm saying what God said. Say say that again, because what are you saying here? That if somebody tried to take my life, they would be the ones who would die. Uh, got it. Because God yeah. said, you're willing, you're the a level of obedience. I've learned the joy of obedience. I'm not even measured by obeying anymore. I'm measured by love. And God said, my love is extravagant. And he said, those who better meet with you, they better meet with you with approval if they meet with you with disapproval, be prepared to see removal. Wow. Those are his own words, but those are not my words. You know, I don't do this very often at all, but a couple of times in the last 30 years, I've shared that God took two people out concerning me because they were they were coming against me and God removed them from the yes, earth. And I, and I just don't, I, I say this very, very rarely, but just since you mentioned that, um, that's not kudos to me or you. It's just saying, it this is, you know, it's like, this is just God saying, this is what I'll do for many of you. You just that's don't know right. what's happening because of you sometimes. Many people's lives are going to be spared in these coming days because of the glory that they'll carry because of what they're willing to do. And of course, the enemy, we know that is Satan. Satan is your enemy. He does not deserve to be worshipped. He's never going to get saved. Don't go to church and pray for Satan. You'll be wasting your time. It isn't ever going to be, it's never going to happen. He's made his choice a long time ago, and all he wants to do is kill, steal, and destroy. And there will be a day that will come when all of hell will be emptied, and they will be judged by God, and they will see where their names were taken out of the, the Lamb's Book of Life, and they will see what they did wrong. Why were they, why did they go there? And they're already going to know it anyway. But I'm telling you, there's a judgment coming that they cannot escape it. So if you belong to God, don't step back. Don't don't not go forward with him. Go forward with him. Please try to obey him as much as possible. If he's trying to show you something, it's important. 
You yeah. mean something to him. He does love everybody. He said, even the vilest sinner, he wants free. But there are people who are so wicked and so evil, they never will. They'll never repent. And so God is wanting for everyone to know who he is and have a real choice to make, not have things forced on your throat, not have things forced on you. You know, heaven doesn't force you. Heaven offers to you. Jesus Christ offers to you. He doesn't force you. Satan pushes and forces, deludes you, deceives you, and then he uses you. He's going to give you nothing. Even his demons are afraid of him. He does not reward them, people. You need to understand God brings reward in your life. And he wants you to become something. He puts something in you that he wants on the earth. If you don't know it, is seek him with all of your heart. Because if you seek him, you will find him. So good, Kat. So good. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Anything else you want to share with us? Uh, now, is there anything that you're anything at all that you're that you can share now about uh, the journey or things you've seen, or is it all on hold for now? What 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 would you say? No, not all of it's on hold. I'm actually writing book three right now, and I'm really working hard to get it done. Book three in the Revealing Heaven series. There'll be twenty four illustrations of place. I was taken in time and shown or things that exist in the spirit realm. Uh, uh, some, some things are in there, of course, about heaven. Um, some things about different people I've seen in heaven. You know, it's sort of like the first two books, but much bigger. It's going to be much bigger. And you're going to love, you actually see a human soul, what it looks like. Really? It'll, it'll show how that later he was taken to heaven at the time you get born again. It's actually going to show you spiritual images of you getting born again. What happens at that moment in time? You know everything exactly that happens when you get born again, including yeah. in the Lamest Book of Life. So it's going to be powerful, powerful revelation. And I've been to a few new places in heaven. I think I talked about uh, what God calls his backyard. He just caught me up and showed me. I, I didn't ask. I don't ever ask to be taken. He just comes and gets me and takes me. And yes, I'm not uh, against uh, testing the spirits. If anything yeah. comes to me and says, go with me, I'm going to test them according to the word of God. You have to have the word of God, but please don't get one that's twisted or is missing half the books. I'm not talking about a New Testament or Old Testament. I'm talking about the Old Testament. If you see books missing or they've been twisted so badly from what they actually are, I would not keep that Bible. Make sure you have a literal Bible that has all the books that were written that God wanted to put in there. Uh, I know that there's a book of Enoch. I know there's other books like that. Um, and you probably can see that when you get to heaven. But I can tell you that the word of God that contains what he needs you to know and understand and live from, that is his holy word. It's very important. He's shown me more and more a lot actually about the word itself and even revelation on the word. But I can tell you that the revelation coming to this world will be stuff you've never even dreamed of, thought of, or hoped for, but your lives are not going to be the same. From the days you're going through, these hard days, things begin to change for the good. If you don't want to hear that, just wait and see what happens, you know, because you're not going to be whisked away uh, with Jesus and going to come get you up, okay? That's not going to happen. He wants us to be able to be like them, not be them, but we are made in their image and after their likeness is how they operate and some of the things that you've read about that are going to happen in this earth they are about to start happening and that is the main thing he's having me dwell on and even learn i know one thing i will just tell people this one thing that he's doing with me he's teaching me how to carry the glory and how to release the glory it's released in shockwave and i will tell you that so yes i've been spending time with him and i'm not going to tell you how all that happens right now i will one day maybe soon share that whole experience that I have been having with him. I probably have seen them more recently than ever before. Really? Yes. Wow. Many things, but the father's backyard is not just a yard. It is a whole mountain range, the highest mountains in heaven. They belong to the father and he calls it his backyard. And when he wants to go there and do things or, or be with things, that's where he goes and he will catch people up and show them that 
He'll invite them in heaven to go with him to see it. He's a very personal, very personal with you in heaven. And he will share a special time with you and show you his own things and show you how things are done. So you've got a lot more to learn when you get to heaven, people. It's not all over. You don't have it all, no matter who you are. But I can tell you that, that even some of the seasons are about, get, about to change and have other things happen during some of the days of even the current seasons we have. Really? And, oh, yeah. And some things God's going to show people how to. Excuse me. I've been talking a lot. Is it, a, is it fair then to say that people are waiting to go to heaven to experience heaven, but God is intending to give us some heaven on earth, if we could put it in those words? It sounds like that's what you're saying, that we're we're going to experiencing things on earth that we're just waiting to get to heaven to experience. And God's saying, you don't have to wait, it sounds that's like. That's right. And why shouldn't he do that with us, Steve? Right. Because he's going to have a new home one day. And maybe you never thought about that, people. The heaven that he's in now, the heaven that's there now, even he, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, will leave that place one day. And they'll get on the new Jerusalem. We will be on the new earth, by the way. And we'll see him come down to that new earth that will be much, much bigger than the earth we have now. And it will have amazing, beautiful things on it. And he will come down there and live forever and ever and ever with us together on the earth. So, so that yeah. is one experience that I can't hardly wait to happen. I know yeah, I look way into the future. It's like Robert or Hank, you hear them say, I, I live from the future. I'm shown the future. So prophets do see things and God does show you stuff, not just prophets, but prophets of many of them are shown things that are about to happen. And that's what our, our, our assignment is to share what God shares us or shows us. So good, Kat. Well, Kat, thank you so much. Now, uh, katkerr.com, tell yeah. people what they can get at there and then tell, give your other website, revealingheaven.com. Talk about what's on both of those places. Katkerr.com is a spiritual platform. Whatever the Father once said or Jesus or Holy Spirit gets put on katkerr.com. You'll also see many interviews with a, a different people, probably people you know, and other information, there's a photo gallery on there. And I think some of those I give away for free. Um, I'll have to check with my team to make sure that they're still that's still being done. But um, so, yeah, there's things. There's, um, there's testimonies of people that are put on there. We're about to change a lot of the testimonies we have from people. We get letters. We get text. We get all kinds of uh, Facebook people do with us and send us stuff to have to put on there. And so we've been actually collecting so much. One thing that is about to happen is I have uh, given permission to a friend to take all of my declarations ever made when I spoke. And he has made miniature, miniature text like a track, like a track, but it's really just, you can get the whole message. I've either spoken at a whole meeting or on there. He's got 6,000. Whoa, wow. And we're about to release them for free is this like you know um are you talking about the whole messages or like a particular decree that you made and then you some or both okay is this like, like a clip channel is it like a clip channel where they click we on it have, we'll have a there's a whole special um website being made to release them on okay good. we're going to have them done in all the languages that anywhere anywhere in the world people nice. can have revelation from god that revelation was given to share. Okay, I still have some products God wants me to make and put in the marketplace concerning some, but that's not going to stop us from giving the revelations. Good. So I'll make sure you get a whole bunch sent to you, Steve, just so yeah. you can see what I'm talking about. Yeah. But I would have to say, if we had, let's show you a piece of paper, this piece of paper right here, a okay. piece of paper like this, you make them miniature. They're miniaturized, and then you click on it, and it blows it up. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. So whatever we send to people, even this, like this, probably could have, I don't know, maybe a thousand. A thousand. Okay, wow. actual dates dated when I gave that message, but they're all typed. They're all typed, so you can see all of them. So, so that one can... I gave away to everybody. I think it's the first time I've ever announced it somewhere. So uh, John is the guy, the person's name, and later on when we're ready to do all that, 
I gave him permission. Margaret gave him permission. We, we had many talks with him to find out what he wanted to do with it. He never liked, he was one of the people who never liked anything being sold. Yeah. You know, I don't like, I don't care for this being sold. I said, well, I can tell you the father gave me two commissions. One is to reveal heaven to earth through speaking and traveling. The other one is to create things for the marketplace that have things that God said, Holy Spirit said, or he showed me like t-shirts, cups, like this cup. Yeah. This the Holy Spirit, I don't do demons. That was him. He said, you need to make a cup. You need to put a don't do demons. And so we have this size. This is our new size right here. It holds hot or cold. But what a statement does that make? And we have t-shirts that say, I don't do demons. We have buttons that say, I don't do demons. Why not tell the world? Exactly. You have nothing to do with hell, people. And you know what? It doesn't matter when I wear that button or I take my big cup. I have a tumbler this big, like this big, that's made just like this is. And it's made by a company, uh, an American company. Um, and so, and it holds like, what, 25 ounces, something like that. And the Holy Spirit and the Father said, we want to market heaven we are tired of hell being marketed everywhere why not have a slice of heaven and wear it or walk on it or put it on your walls or put it on your car or in your car why not have something that you can wear that shows there is a god and i will tell you this for sure we are going to make doormats and it doesn't matter if somebody copies it and take you know if they do it themselves we're still going to produce them ourselves and put them up because we'll pray for everything we put out and we'll have anointing on it and uh, we're going to have things that make bold statements. Really good. Against hell or for heaven. And we're about to flood the marketplace. So for this this Christmas, possibly have these doormats and some other things you can put out. Nice. And let people know what you believe before they ever get inside your house. Oh, that's good. That's really good. Ring the doorbell and it won't just ring. It'll say something, believe in God. Or it'll say, Jesus <laughs> loves you. Or it'll say, I don't do demons. Oh, I love it. Love it love just love a few it. things. We have so many Holy Spirit has given us. But because of all the moving around, all the stuff we've had to do, we had it on hold, but we still have it all written down. I have my whole product desk. I finally found it in storage. New products. <laughs> I finally found it. And I was really happy to have bins of stuff of ideas we have. So that is definitely. So those are the two things. So I did tell John. It's okay. Yes, we will give all of this away. We're going to give it away because God gave it. But I still, some of the things I have point blank been asked by God, I want products made from these images. I want products made so we're still going to be doing calendars. We're going to be doing books that you can read, like for children, like for youth. We're going to have the, um, what are they called? The illustrated books. Yeah. It's, like a, it's like a grown-up comic book, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we'll have parts of the Bible done like that or things in heaven done like that and featured things. We're going to make some movies. We've got an amusement park. I'll just sew it out there, people. We're not done and God's not done. So good. So, so I can tell you what, it's going to be powerful. The days coming are powerful. And God will do what he wants to do, people. So love God. Know he loves you. No matter what you're stuck in right now, no matter what sin you're in, you can be cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ. There's nothing more powerful than his blood. He took every sin on him, every sickness on him. You were already healed by his stripes. Stop saying how sick you are. Stop saying how poor you are. Stop saying you're not smart. Stop saying you'll never do it. Stop, stop, stop. You're feeding your soul something that is not true. Start saying what God says about you. And then you'll begin to produce stuff from you that will help people, set them free, bring the beauty and splendor of heaven to this earth, because that's what the plan is. It isn't let the evil take over. You have already lost, and you know it, Satan. You have lost. You failed, you failed, you failed, you failed. And even your own don't like you. They're just afraid of you. Don't let fear interfere in your life. God is on our side. Why should we fear? God didn't give you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And you need to live that way in Jesus' holy name. At least the life of God, the power of God, the sound mind of God, his joy, his celebration in your lives right now. Take away all the clutter, all of the lies of Satan. I break that spirit of deception in Jesus' name and cast it out and release the love of the living God. 
He knows where you are and he still wants you in Jesus name. So be it. So be it. Amen. 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 By the way, as we sign off here, I remind people that at catcur.com, if it's still the same, that's the one place where you can give to Cat, the one and only place she, she says. It's the only so. place that you can give to me. So don't, someone says you something and says, this is Cat Kerr. You have to give to the Snorfridge. This is Cat Kerr. That is not me. That's someone trying to rip you off with money. Yeah. Okay. So don't give. You can go there and revealingheaven.com is the main one, the main website we have where you can see the products and you can see my events coming up. I do have events coming up and I'll be on Steve a lot more coming up. That's right. That's the truth. God knows it. I know it. We know it. God bless you. Uh, Kat. Bless we love you, you very much. Give our love to your staff. And a quick reminder that uh, Dr. Jen Halper Hayes will be here for our prophets and patriots uh, starting. You see, you're seeing this on Wednesday, Thursday morning at 11 o'clock Pacific. See you all and later. Wholeness, wellness, strength, and energy more than ever before, Doreen, to run your race the way God designed you to run it. And blessing, blessing, blessing to both of you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Kat. God bless you. I'll have Doreen listen to this. So, Okay, see you all later. Have a great day. See you tomorrow at 11. Bye-bye. This has been Elijah Streams. Thanks for listening. For more episodes like this, you can listen to the Elijah Streams podcast at ElijahStreams.com on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Join us live every weekday at 11 a.m. Pacific time at ElijahStreams.com on Rumble and Facebook. Elijah Streams is part of Elijah List Ministries. Go to ElijahStreams.com slash give to become a partner today.